Okay, so, you know, I totally didn't make a podcast for May the 4th, but this will be for Revenge of the 5th, maybe? I don't know, we all know, like, the month of May, for those of us that are Star Wars fans, the whole month of May is pretty much always Star Wars month. But, I apologize for not getting this out at a better time. Yesterday was a weird day for me. Alright, we're just gonna put that out. I don't want to go into details because it's supposed to be about Star Wars. I don't want to bring the mood down. Yesterday was just a weird day for me. We're just going to go there. I may or may not talk about it in another podcast later on. But let's talk about Star Wars. Because Star Wars is so important to me. And I did want to do my due diligence and talk about the franchise. Um, So here we are. Um... I, um, I, I've told this story before, but let me give a little bit of backstory for anyone who may not have heard me say this before, but, you know, I wasn't somebody who grew up with all of the movies from, you know, like a young age, you know, I want to say it was maybe like seven or eight when I first saw any of the movies and um, I actually grew up with a bootleg of Return of the Jedi that some cousins had made for us. And I had not seen the first two Star Wars movies, but I watched that Return of the Jedi tape over and over and over again. And I loved that movie. It wasn't until a year, maybe two years after... Um, whenever ABC showed all three Star Wars movies for the first time on cable, that, well, in my lifetime, they might have showed it prior, but I don't think it was. I think they made a big deal about this being the first time Star Wars was on TV, but that, um, was when I saw the first two movies for the first time. Um, first with A New Hope and then Empire Strikes Back. And that's when I got the full picture of the story and everything. And I loved it even more. Um, and that's really that's really my introduction to Star Wars, if you want to call it that. I had all I had a lot of the action figures. I still do have a lot of the action figures. I've given action figures away to like little kids that I've known throughout the years, you know. Um, they're like, oh, I like that one. Can I have it? I'm like, yeah, sure, you know. Um, but the majority of my collection is clear. I have all of my little, um, I forget what they called it, but the, you know, the communicator, they think thing that they came out with around the prequels where the characters and you scan the thing and they like, say like a, like a, like a line from the movie. I have a bunch of those figures still. And I hear those are worth quite a bit of money. I don't know if that's true or not. Chris, I don't even know if that, even if it was, that I would sell them because they're sentimental to me. Not Star Wars. But, um, but I have a bunch of those. I have a few other Star Wars figures from, like, other things, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, I... Fully in after that. Fully in. Um, and, yeah, you know, um... Just to give a quick ranking of the movies for anyone 
that doesn't know them as well, because might as well, since we're talking about Star Wars. Um, let me see if I can find my list on my phone. Do you guys have the same problem that I do? I have so many. So many lists on my um, on my phone. Um, I don't. I don't have my Star Wars list on my phone. I thought I specifically kept this on here so that I wouldn't have to go searching for it. But I guess... I guess I didn't. So, I want to try to think of it off the top of my head. Um, my number one is Empire Strikes Back. That's my favorite Star Wars movie. Number two is The Last Jedi. Three is... A New Hope. Four is Return of the Jedi. Five is Rogue One. Six is The Phantom Menace. I believe. Seven is The Force Awakens. Um, Eight is Revenge of the Sith. Nine is Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Ten is Solo. And eleven is Attack of the Clones. I believe that's... I believe that's right and I don't include the Clone Wars movie with that because it's Clone Wars so even though it was released theatrically I mean look not a lot of people talk about this but like look we do all realize that the Clone Wars is really just three episodes mashed up into an hour and a half long thing right that's all it is just like three episodes of Clone Wars so it's Clone Wars it's a TV show it's not a movie it's not a movie maybe that's a hot take for Star Wars fans I don't know but that's the way I feel about it um, but I mean honestly if I was hard pressed to put it on the list it's going to be in last place anyway so it's going to be in 12th place so that's and it's always going to be there because it's not because it's again it's not meant to be watched as a movie it's meant to be watched as part of the Clone Wars there are two episodes you watch before the movie and then the movie makes a lot more sense but I, as a standalone it's really not great as a standalone um but, um, yeah, so that's my ranking. My favorite character in Star Wars is Boba Fett. Um, my top three favorite characters are Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker, and probably actually Kylo Ren. Like, the more I watch the sequel trilogy, the more I love the character of Kylo Ren and Ben Solo. So, so much. Um... So yeah, I think I think those are my top three favorite characters. I mean, I guess my next favorite character after that four, just to give a little sneak peek, would probably be Actu D two. Strangely enough, but man, there are so many characters that I love. It might be Obi Wan, or it could be R two R two D two. It's probably those two next, four and five. It's just. I don't know who comes before who. Because <laughs> um, one of the things I love about Star Wars is the droids, too. Like, I want to go to Galaxy's Edge someday and make all of the droids. I want to make, like, all of the droids. I want to make my own R2. I want to make my own BB unit. 
Um, I want to, if I can ever stay at the, um, the Star Wars hotel, I want to get the little rub, the little droid of the droid that's on the ship. I want to get like all the merch. I want all the stuff. I love droids, but I love Star Wars. So like, I will, I will go bankrupt for Star Wars. It's the one thing. It's the one thing. Um, yeah, you know, um, Star Wars means a lot to me. Um, I know when I was first getting into film, Star Wars was one of the things that I really, really heavily got into, you know. I was trying to find find out more about movie making and all that kind of stuff. There were four... um, I was going to say four movies, but really, it'd be easier to say three movies and one actor um but Edward Scissorhands think behind the scenes on that how Tim Burton made Edward Scissorhands E.T. the behind the scenes on that Spielberg um George Lucas behind the scenes stuff on the original Star Wars New Hope but then I was also really big at Leonardo DiCaprio at the time and I remember getting this book um and reading about Leonardo and his work up until that point um, you know, Titanic, The Beach, um, you know, his stint on Growing Pains, uh, What's Eating Gilbert Great, a bunch of movies were talked about in the book, and that, I feel, I feel like those were the top four. If I had to add a five just to make it a top five, I'd probably throw in, um, I don't know, I don't know what the top five would be. There's a lot of things that probably would be tied with five of them gonna be honest but I would probably throw Back to the Future there because as I've talked about in another podcast Michael J. Fox was my favorite actor before I found Johnny Depp so alluring to me um but Star Wars was such a huge part of that um just seeing how Lucas came up with this world and like the fact that he was created the, te- the technology that he needed to do the thing that he wanted to do for his films. Um, and the fact that... I mean, yeah, you can tell that the original Star Wars trilogy is dated. You can tell that they were made in the late 70s. But there is something so timeless about those Star Wars movies that other movies don't have, you know? Um, and it's because of the way that Lucas filmed the movie and it was so groundbreaking for the time that that first Star Wars movie came out um I mean even to this day it it, you know I watch it in the right mood and I'm still kind of awe-inspired you know by it you know um so yeah Star Wars has always been really really important to me and a big part of my life you know um so yeah, you know, um, I hope everyone had a great May 4th, and I hope you have a great rest of the month celebrating uh, Star Wars, and hey, we get Obi-Wan at the end of the month, which I cannot wait for. Once it gets a little bit closer, maybe the next couple of weeks, I probably will watch Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith leading up to... 
to it. Um, I might watch a few episodes of Clone Wars, but I might not, you know. I might just watch the movie just to make it easier. Um, but I definitely want to do that, kind of lay the groundwork for what's to come. Um, I'm excited for the fact that we get the first two episodes the day it drops. Super excited for that. It's the day after my birthday, so it's a great birthday present for me. Thank you, Lucasfilm. Um, yeah, I can't wait, man. Um, super excited for everything Star Wars coming out. Um, I, I, I said I was going to do it this year, but I'm probably actually going to do it next year. I'm finally going to go through everything Star Wars from the beginning, books, comics. I want to try to get through as much of it as I possibly can. This year, I'm focusing on the MCU, um, or actually everything Marvel. Uh, I actually made this list with everything Marvel, so for the rest of this year, after I go see Doctor Strange, it's going to be starting at the beginning with everything chronologically, which is Captain America, the first adventure, and going through everything Marvel. We're talking about Avengers, we're talking about X-Men, we're talking about Ghost Rider, 2004's The Punisher, we're talking about the Fantastic Four movies, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, we're talking about everything. I want to go through everything Marvel. So that's the plan. That's the plan. So I'm excited about that, because it's been a long time since I've watched some of those movies. Um, but next year is going to be Star Wars year for me. I have so many Star Wars books and a few comics that I have not read, and I really want to amend that. I've got a few audiobooks that I have not read, listened to, and I want to. So I'm just going to do it. Doing it for me. Um, you know, that'll be my morning routine instead of devotions like some people do. I will do Star Wars moment. Wake up, get my coffee or whatever it is that I want to drink for that morning. Sit down, read or listen to some Star Wars, start off my day. I think that's a good way to start the day, right? So that's the plan. Um, so yeah, um, I can't wait to see where Disney takes Star Wars in the future. I know supposedly we're still getting Andor and Ahsoka this year as well. They have not officially said that they're moving Ahsoka yet. Um, but I can't wait for Andor as well. We're supposed to be getting Bad Batch Season 2 at some point, so that's exciting. Um, yeah, man, we're going to get some good Star Wars stuff this year. Let alone whatever comes out with the High Republic, which I have not delved into yet, and I want to. It's just hard for me to want to spend the time to read the High Republic yet, because there's nothing tying it to everything else yet, and there's no movies coming out or TV shows. Well, I mean, they're working on TV shows and movies for the High Republic, but they're far from being ready to come out yet, so... You know, it'll probably be a little bit closer to when, like, a show or a movie comes out in the higher public that I will delve in and kind of get myself uh, accustomed to the time period and everything. But, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for the higher public. Um, I hope that they go farther back than the higher public and do Old Republic. 
um, you know, um, um, I would love to get some Bane stuff, Darth Bane stuff in the role of two. Um, I would love to get, um, a Plagueis series. And I still look, look, I really want a young Palpatine series. Look, just, it just, it doesn't have to be long. It's just five or six seasons. That's all you got to do. All right. I've already mapped it out. And if I can map this out, I know the people at Lucasfilm can too. It's easy. You do two seasons with like kid Palpatine. You get us used to this kid, him being in a political family, whatever you want to do with that. You know, we know from the Leia novel, if you've read it by Claudia Gray, that anyone in a political family has to go to this like teen retreat and Palpatine went there so we could show him going off to that. And that's where he meets Plagueis. Seasons three and four can be like teenage Palpatine, him being at this place, learning from Plagueis, being influenced, all of this kind of stuff, right? Coming back home, seeing the dissension between him and his father, his family, all of that kind of stuff. And then season five and six is adult Palpatine leading into the last season where we get Ian McDermott and it ties into the events of The Phantom Menace. And there you go. You've got your Palpatine show. It's easy. It's right there. Right? That's all you got to do. It's perfect. Right? Um, um, you know, I think that... I think... Uh, I think that there should should be that. You know, for adult Palpatine, you get back for the actor that you use in Rise of Skywalker to play Rey's dad. If he's supposed to be like a clone of Palpatine or like a younger version of him, have him come in, play the adult version, find some kids that look like a young Ian McDermott. You know, I think if they go after them before they get too much older, I think Oaks Fegley and Winslow Fegley look a lot like Ian McKellen. And I'm pretty sure they can both learn how to do a British accent. So, you know, let's get them as young and slightly older Palpatine, you know? Um, I have ideas. I have wants. These are the things that I want for Star Wars. Um, I would love a young Darth Maul series, you know? Like, if we're to believe what we're told in Clone Wars and Palpatine got Maul as, as you know, a child and raised him to be, like, his apprentice, look... This sounds kind of bad because we all can assume that Palpatine was kind of abusive to Maul as a kid. Look, I want to see that. I want to see what Maul's upbringing was, making him the warrior and the person that he is. I think that would be really fascinating. You don't have to do, like, two, three seasons worth of it. Just have it be one limited series, like 13 episodes, one season, that's it you know, or 10, you know, 10 to 13 episodes, there you go, it's one and done, Maul, you know, or Young Maul, you know, it could even be a cartoon, it doesn't have to be live action, it could be cartoon, you know, 
Um, but that's, I really, really want that as well. Um, so yeah, you know, there's so much that I would love to see in Star Wars. It's just a matter of whether Disney will ever do it. But, um, yeah, hope everyone had a good fourth. Hope you have a good rest of the month celebrating Star Wars. And I'm going to stop the podcast here. Because I am about to see if I've missed anything that I want to watch off on YouTube. And if not, I'm going to start binging WandaVision. And probably try to watch No Way Home as well before seeing Doctor Strange tomorrow. So, that's what I'm up to right now. So, thanks for listening, and I will see you guys on the next podcast. Peace out.